You're listening to Hotep Ish with your host, Dewan B. Intelligent Ish Talk, Intelligent Shit Talk, where we balance the profound with the profane. Political satire, celebrity and expert guests, information and entertainment, conversation and solutions. Leave your feelings at the door. quick ad from my sponsor and then we are going to get it in the cosmic alignment workshop sunday may the 15th that's sunday may the 15th featuring king simon the numero veda and don't forget the one the only coach helen spiritual business and zen bar owner with blue pillar 44 the 44 resonator alongside the one the only 
Ellison, Nedra, the modern day sage, all happening at the Cosmic Alignment Workshop on May the 15th. Go get your tickets right now at zenbar.org. That's www.zenbar.org. That's right. It's the Cosmic Alignment. Yes, the great King Simon has his workshop coming up. I want y'all to be a part of it. I say before, numerology is one of our oldest sciences. And take it from me, somebody who is a recovering Christian, somebody who believed all this stuff was spooky, jooky, herky, jerky. I wasn't down with it, wasn't fucking with it, wasn't fucking with it. But I had a couple reading from Stephen from He's the first person I had a reading from, and you can't argue with the truth. You can't argue when a, when a whole bunch of numbers end up charting out some stuff for you, and the stuff that it charts out ends up coming almost to the time and date that it said it would come if you go along that path. So it's, I recommend Brother King Simon when it comes to numerology readings. Text 347 Four nine six one zero two two. Working with that brother long before he be uh, sponsored the show. Just I'm, I only take sponsors of people I, I, I fucks with and believe in. I don't want to lead y'all the wrong way on some bullshit. You dig what I'm saying? Let me turn my preaching music on. But turn some of my preaching music on. We're getting text messages from tenants. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm on YouTube now. Leave me the hell alone. But thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for joining. We're going to talk about... I, I did a little bit of a live last night where I talked about Kevin Samuels. And, and I want to go a little dig a little... Because I, I, we weren't sure yesterday. I, I still you know, wasn't sure... So I didn't want to go too far with it. And at the same time, I want to hear some of the things. That I want to get into some, some of what y'all saying. I want to hear y'all replies. I want to hear what y'all feeling. Regarding this, I'm going to take some calls later on. You know, but I appreciate this. Uh, appreciate that, Amar Woods. I just got, I just... Yeah, thank you for the super chats. I just, I just activated super chats today. I never did it before because I'd be like, you know, what I mean, I, I just, I just didn't. But I was like, you know what? Why not? Why not? Why not? So I appreciate the super chats. I will be answering questions through that. But I appreciate y'all. Well, Star, you said you had a reading from, um, <clears throat> from King Simon. Yeah, he's. King Simon be on it. He be on it. But yeah, you know, there's been a lot going on with uh, with the fallout of the death of Mr. Kevin Samuels. And for those of you who listen to my channel regularly, regularly, I ain't gonna be fake. You know, I didn't agree with a lot of the stuff that he said as far as application of being in a relationship. Because being someone who's married, I saw where the pitfalls of those things could be. And I've never been one to pull punches and hold back on my point of view when it comes to those things. But at the same time, 
when I would when I would have criticisms of things that he said that I did not agree with, I'd always at the same time say what I do agree with. And like I said just three days ago on this very show, before we even before we before this happened, I agree with maybe eighty percent of what he says. I agree with when it comes to both men and women. You know, when it comes to tone and delivery, I understand why women had a hard time taking it. And for a lot of you men out there, don't be too hypercritical of the women when they are, when it is difficult for them to take it. Yes, we do know some of these women, they just full of shit. They gonna go to tone and delivery because they hate what he's saying. We do know that those women do exist. But then there are also women who can who can take the real. They can take the real. But it got to be explained to them in a certain way. Because women are receptors. They're receivers. And when you're a re- uh, when you when you are made like a woman is, <clears throat> there's a certain taste, a certain tact that has to be used when delivering certain messages. I get it. I don't understand it because I'm not a woman. I can't say that, hey, you know, I, I feel your pain, lady. I cannot. No, I, I don't feel your pain. I don't know your pain. I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like to be a woman. I don't know what it feels like to, for me, because the way, the way I am as a man, you can say it to me however the hell you say it to me. I'm going to get the lesson out of it. I don't give a shit how you say it. As a matter of fact, I'm the kind of person <clears throat> I'd rather you be blunt with me. Because when people talk to me all with kid gloves, I ain't no fucking kid. Tell me the truth. But I'm a man. That's my disposition. Women have different dispositions. And yes, some women can take it directly. But there are a lot of women who can't. So as a man, one thing that I don't like that, that's been happening a lot over the last couple of years is the bashing of women for being women yeah women are different no we not gonna understand them yes we gonna feel like they full of shit sometimes but they different that's how it's supposed to be men and women are not supposed to be alike so one thing that i will not accept is the fellas going way too hard on women like no no no, no. we can talk about the good that seven kevin samuels had to say that the game that he did leave us that we could use without bashing and without it becoming a who hurt me more contest. That's some shit that I, I don't, I, that man, black man, that's some shit we got to get off. That, that we look real soft when we do shit like that. Black man, we look hella soft when we do that. When we get into that, Women hurt me, so I'm going to hurt them the same. No, nigga, that's not. Brothers, brothers, brothers. We got to be better than that. Don't resort to female tactics. Let the female tactics stay with the women. You respond like a man. You say somebody, you want to get back at somebody, you say, okay, cool, all right. You got to be a little more wise about how you respond to being slighted. All of this, 
these bitches this and these women that and fuck these women Kevin Samuels was right and these women don't know shit because that's how you niggas be sounding sometimes so we ain't gonna have that today we gonna talk about some of the good things that he said some of the information that you got from him we gonna talk about some of the things that you disagree with and didn't like but we're gonna keep the conversation respectful we're not gonna sit around and act like bitches men y'all know i don't you know and i've been very clear about the areas of disagreement I have with Kevin Samuels. We can disagree and still treat one another with love, kindness, and respect. We can crack jokes too, but even the jokes come from a, a place of love to where we gonna crack a few jokes, but the respect is still there. But none of that whole shit, fellas. None of that whole shit. I want to thank everybody for joining me on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, Twitch. I just fixed my restream, so now maybe I'm back to broadcasting across all of these multiple platforms. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for joining the brother. So when I say Kevin Samuels wasn't always right but he wasn't wrong what do i mean when i say that a lot of the things that people are mad at kevin samuels for they would say he bashed black women and he hate black women you know i'm not a woman so i'm not going to tell a woman how to think but i will say this so far when I would hear women say that, when when, the, when whoever will ask, say to, you know, what did he say that was hateful and bashful, it would just go back to, well, they don't like the way he said it. Ladies, that's not cool. And that's not cool for fellas or for anybody. <clears throat> Let me tell you something in life. I was having this conversation recently with somebody who said they think that I hate Africans. And I kindly asked him, what did I say to make you feel that I hate Africans because of my stance on immigration? That's not exclusive to Africans. That's just a political, that's just my political goal because I believe in the people. My, my parents have been paying taxes since, to this nation since this, this was a colony of Britain going back to 1660. So I prefer that my people get the resources. So basically, long story short, me having a general stance on immigration i'm not i'm not i'm not for it i can't say i'm not gonna fight against it because i don't get i don't but i'm not gonna sit here and stomp for it and because of that somebody said dewan you hate africans you hate africans and i'm like what did i say to make you think that i hate africans why because i said that hip-hop is black american music exclusively because i talk about the, the, the great things that black Americans have done, just because I talk about these things don't mean I hate you. 
So long story short, I kept asking, kept asking, and the brother could never tell me anything that I said that was hateful towards Africans. So what was my conclusion? My conclusion is, if you can't tell me exactly what I said that's hateful, that just means you don't like what I'm saying. And you, but you, instead of you saying, you know, you, 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 what I say makes you uncomfortable. And so since you don't like what I'm saying, you have to project onto me that I hate Africans. And that's sort of what's going on right now with the fallout with Kevin Samuels. When people say, when people say he said things that hate women, it's very rarely I hear something that he said. It generally comes back to you just don't like what he said. And it's, this is where I look at it. It's fine not to like what somebody says. You don't have to like what somebody says. And no one should ever force you to like what somebody says. Everyone has the right to disagree and feel how they feel about whatever they feel. My only issue comes in when you project your feelings onto someone else and say that's what they're doing. No, 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 no. You got to own your own shit. If you don't like somebody, then say that. Let it, let's keep it there. Let's not put on the other people and project all of these other things that you don't like because of a few things someone said. We got to be more mature than that. That's for the men and the women. If somebody, if you don't like what somebody says, because look, let's, let's just tell the truth. I'm the kind of person when I bring up issues. I don't bring up issues to bitch and moan about them. I bring up issues to solve the issue. The primary reason to bring up issues is to solve the issue. The only way you can solve an issue is if you can point out the line, the point of discontent the point of disagreement vocalize that clearly and resolve that issue word by word sentence by sentence line by line that's how you solve issues so if you have an issue with somebody but you cannot state clearly where they agreed you then you're never going to solve the issue you're just going to turn into a crying fest. And God damn it, the last thing I want to hear is a grown-ass man cry. Yes, rest in peace, Jewel, too. Jewel passed away this morning. Death Row Records, Ruthless Records. Played in a lot of those skits on those albums, sung background. Rest in peace to Jewel also. So that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. Whatever issues you have with somebody, let's get to the issue. And if the issue was tone, then it's, then it's tone. Because for a lot of people, his issue, especially for women, his issue was tone. 
I'm sensitive to women and their the way they receive. But at the same time, ladies, you cannot just hide behind tone. Because women, the same women that say they don't like his tone, they don't give a fuck how they deliver messages to men. I had to live my whole young adult life, childhood life through the 90s, the 80s, and the 2000s. Well, women saying men don't know shit, basically. What can a man do for me? I mean, women bragging about putting their man in check. Go look at stand-up comedy from the 90s and the 2000s. All you get is women saying what the hell they want to say, how they want to say it about men. Happens in the news, happens in movies. So ladies, if tone meant that much to you, from my point of view, that means you would first give what you want in return. You can't talk all big and big and bad, bad and big. What do I need a man for? Oh, that nigga look like he gay. Oh, he do 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 a do do a do do did a do a do do did a do 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 did a do 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 Hey, I don't know what the fuck I just did, but hey, I don't know. I was feeling the beat. Anyway, you can't deliver late messages like that, ladies, all the time. And then when your Huckleberry gets called, when Kevin Samuels is like, I could be a badder bitch than you. Oh, you can't go crying now. And why am I saying this, ladies? Because this is the thing that the men see. You can see women spend a lot of times talking through the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s. Talk, 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 talk. You don't hear me. The men don't hear us. You don't see us. You don't respect our womanhood. Oh, the men, the men, the men. Oh, all of the issues are with the men. And then when a man do step up and say something, Oh, he's this, he's that, he's this. Ain't how work. Again, y'all know I wasn't, I don't listen to Kevin. I listened to Kevin Samuels for about four, three or four months. Like back in 2021. When he first blew up, I was talking shit about him like everybody else. Like, who this nigga right here? Who this old fake ass black channel nigga wearing a suit? That was my first reaction. I done heard this shit before. The fuck? Oh, and this nigga single man, get the fuck out of my face. But, you know, I like to understand things before I talk too much shit about them. So for about three or four months, mostly the summer, I think it was 2020, like towards the end of 2020, going in 2021 when we were still sort of locked down, but in California, I was like, all right, let me, let me listen to what this man got to say. And I listened to about two or three or four months of programming. Maybe not every show, but at least once a week. 
sometimes twice a week. And I would listen to the whole show, top to bottom. And I'm like, no, okay, this dude makes a lot of good points. I see where I see where people follow him. I see why people follow him. It makes sense. But then when he would get in and talking about the solution to the issue, I'd be like, oh, that solution. I don't know about that solution there, buddy. You know, it sounds good conceptually. But as a married man, I'm not sure how that'll function there, guy. And then I would see him also go overboard sometimes. Like he'll get on Instagram. I see him on Instagram sometimes and he'll be like, Big Shirley can't fit in this Lamborghini. I'm looking like hell. Kind of women to wine like shit. She she prefer to be in an F two fifty than a Lamborghini, nigga. So, but that's what you like. Whatever, cool. But I was I a hundred thousand percent saw to where he would go in and start trolling women and you know talking about what a high value man is and you can't get one. And but here's the thing about that. Here's where he did tell the truth, ladies. All y'all can't. That's just true. Like I heard a lot of men, a lot of women mad because Kevin Samuels was rating women on a scale of one to 10. Like even a lot of these simp ass niggas was mad at that. And I was thinking, well, that's just life. Men, we always, men do. We've always rated women. That's like what we do. We don't mean no harm, but we talk. When women ain't around, we we be okay. Oh yeah, she is she a seven? Oh no no, she a eight. No, 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 she a two. And we gonna crack our jokes. That's what we do. That's just real. Women didn't think that we did that apparently based on their reaction to him, and they were like, "He's ranking women. What kind of man tells a woman she's a five? Because Oprah been telling women and Terry McMillan and Alice Walker and what's her name? The other one, the, the poetry chick. Uh, I forgot her. She passed away last year. They've been telling y'all that you should just be a woman and a man should just love you because you're a woman and, and you're, you're all women are equal. And that's just not true. It's not true. A lot of the things that the women were complaining about, I would tell women all the time. I get the whole he a metrosexual looking ass nigga. I get that his candle game is better than yours. I get that he may be a little sassy, a little zesty. I understand he may be a little zesty. But the reason why so many men are listening, because he's saying things we've been saying. Niggas just been afraid to say because they don't want the feminist trolls all on their ass. You might want to listen to what he's saying. He kind of telling the truth. Yeah, Toni Morrison. That's what I was talking about. Women have been misled in a lot of ways. You know, thinking at the... I'm not going to say, like, when I would look at him, when I, when I, especially when it came to the high-value men, when I would look at some of the things that he would rate as a high-value man, you know, those lists were debatable. One thing, part that I did agree with, a high-value man is somebody that don't go spread the seed all over the goddamn place. You can't be a high-value man and have 10 kids by 10 women. I don't give a fuck how much money you make after a while. 
It's like, nigga. At some point, you got to be there for your kids. You can't be going around doing all that weird shit, nigga. Having babies with everybody. A man should only have enough babies he can afford to spend time with. Money ain't enough. They need to see a man. They don't need to hear about a man. They need to live with a man and see a man. Watch how a man operate. Watch how he moves. From age zero through adulthood. I still watch how my father moves. My father, my father's approaching 70. I look how my father moves. That's probably how I'm going to be moving too when I get to that age. You need a man there. So you'd be right about that. But at the same time, judging a man based off how how he dresses and what kind of watch he wears, like I always hear him say, you know, a man, you know, wears a watch. I mean, you know, alpha male because he got to be somewhere on time. I'm like, man, you don't get that shit out of my face. I ain't wore a watch since I got a cell phone 20 years ago. I stopped wearing watches when I got a cell phone. I appreciate that, Willie. I appreciate that. But I don't, why, why, me, now if you want to wear a watch, cool. But on top of that, I got one, I got a cell phone, two. <laughs> I, I, I got a natural rhythm about me. I, I I know this may sound weird to some people, but I can tell what time it is based on the shadows looking out the window. I'm, I may not know the exact minute, but I, I can guarantee what hour I'm in just based on the, cause we, I live in LA and LA is sunny. It's, it's sunshine, 340 days, 330 days a year of sunshine. So I can look outside look at the tone of the sun and tell kind of what time it is. Similar to night, night has a certain energy. 11 o'clock has a different energy than 3 a.m. You can tell, you can tell. You can tell. You can t- Every hour has its own. Not only does it have its own look visually, it has its own feel spiritually. You can feel what time it is. 2 a.m. feels much different than 5 a.m. You just know. But so when I would look at some of the superficial things he would judge and say, this is what a an alpha male or whatever has to have these things, I'd be like, eh. Kind of leading people down the wrong path, brother. I know plenty of brothers that don't look a certain way. But they got resources and they'll treat you. No, on, on top of having resources, they'll treat you right. They'll treat you right. But if a watch and a suit is your hang-up, just as long as you understand, you just limit it your field and you've opened up yourself for deception because when you start looking for superficial things, superficial people know how to trick other superficial people. Just always know that in the back of your mind. I'm not saying everybody that sees these superficial things are, are shallow and deceptive because there's a lot of people who are real and their heart is open and their mind is right and they will be good for you. I'm just throwing the warning out there. If you're looking for things visually, those who are out to manipulate understand that. Do you feel what I'm saying? 
Do you hear what I'm getting at? Press number one if you feel what I'm getting at. When you look at the surface level, you got to realize criminals, people who are out to do bad by you, people who don't have the best intentions by you, they know the cues. That's why I always say this. And this isn't a, about Kevin Samuels in particular. But I've said this long before I even knew who Kevin Samuels was. I've been saying this stuff about... This is what I'm about to say right now. I've been saying... I made this observation about 15 years ago. And I've been saying it ever since. The three-piece suit is the uniform of deception. Let me say this one more time. The three-piece suit, or the suit in general, is the uniform of deception. Think about any time you've been deceived on a high level. I ain't talking about somebody uh, didn't let you borrow, they, they, you let them borrow 20 bucks and they didn't give it back to you. I ain't talking about that. Your pimps, your preachers, your politicians and your lawyers, your car salesmen, your real estate salesmen, your bankers, your stockbrokers, what do they all wear? What's their what's the common thing among them? The suit. Now I'm not saying everybody that wears a suit is deceptive. There are a lot of honest people out there wearing suits every day. So again, for the slow people, this isn't a blanket statement about all people in suits. But I tell you this. What's up, hood news? I've been meaning to hit you back. Hassan, man, everybody show love to Hassan in a chat room. I just looked up. I've been meaning to hit you back with some of my stuff. Man, that's a good brother right there, right there, man. I'm telling you. But back to what I'm saying. You ain't going to see a sign in no fucking suit. Unless it's the appropriate time. But if you've been screwed over on a high level, meaning you've been sold a bad loan, you've been preached to by some preacher or motivational speaker, giving you a whole bunch of useless game, they was wearing suits. You've been screwed over by a lawyer. That motherfucker was in a suit. Politician that smiled in your face and made you feel good and gave you a fish fry was wearing a suit. Not policy, but a fish fry. Shout out Jim Clyburn. Appreciate the super chat, Brian, mainly. The three-piece suit is the uniform of deception. So, if I want to deceive you, what am I going to do? What are the two easy ways for me to, to deceive people? Not cuss and wear a suit. And then maybe put a Bible on, uh, on, my, on my desk or something like that. Because who's going to screw me over if they're down with the Lord? 
Again, I ain't saying this. This isn't about Kevin Samuels, this part right here. This part isn't about Kevin Samuels. This is a general point that I'm making about being superficial and looking for superficial cues to inform your conscious decisions. If I'm someone that's deceptive, if I'm a man that likes looking at, especially if I'm in Atlanta, it's a lot of money. Women are in Atlanta that made some good money down there, down there in Atlanta. It's a lot of y'all women down, down there doing it right. If I see a woman and I want to get some bread up off her, the easiest way to do that is to be smooth and wear a suit. Especially if I see her driving a certain level of car, wearing a certain level of clothes, buying a certain level of handbag, I'm already knowing, oh, she's into this materialism. Oh, okay. Got him. So if the women are taught to look for these superficial things on a man, the most deceptive men out there already have a leg up because he's calming his your defenses with his nonverbal communication. If as a woman you hold value, now I'm not saying you shouldn't appreciate a man in a suit. You like who you like. I'm not here to tell a woman what she should and shouldn't like, what she should and shouldn't prefer. I'm speaking to the point of view of the cues that make you either accept or dismiss someone. I'm just talking about that. The superficial cues you read to either accept or reject someone as far as taking them serious to date and be with. If I keep you on a superficial level, it's probably going to X out some real good brothers that could have been good for you that you would have fell in love with. And niggas that do wear suits at the right appropriate time. You see what I'm getting at? Same with the fellas. I'm telling you, a woman got to buy you this, buy you that to show how much she cares about you. If she's a woman and she sees you one of them dudes that got a couple dollars you can rub together and all it takes is a couple superficial things for her to gain your trust, you prime for the takedown, nigga. So you have to get to understand people have multiple dimensions. People have levels. In order to understand those levels of people, you got to understand the levels of yourself. You feel what I'm saying? So those would be the points that I would have issues with when he would talk. But again, it wasn't a big issue. He had his point of view based on his experiences that led to his conclusion.
I respect it. Even though I don't agree with everything. I still respect it. What I don't respect is the bashing. The man has a mother. The man has children. If you don't like what he had to say, then you don't like what he had to say, that's fine. But have some respect. He did not do anything to overall harm us as a people. He gave his point of view. It helped some people on certain levels. And it didn't on other levels. But it is what it is. I just opened up the phone lines. I want to hear what y'all think. What's y'all point of view? Give me your opinion. 323-744-7425. 323-744-7425. I want to hear what's on y'all mind. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, and by the way, my music family tree is for the most part all the way done. It's I got a, like one adjustment to make, and I done, done already filed the copyright on this motherfucker. Ooh, and it looked so nice. I'm beating. What's up, caller? What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, what's going on, Juwan? This is Brett, man. I'm calling from L.A. What's happening, brother? How you doing, man? Brett from L.A. What's on your mind? Yeah, yeah, man. So, you know, I um, want to say first off, man, yo, love your show, man. Don't get a chance to tune in all the time. But when I do, man, you never uh, you never uh, uh, fail to deliver. So, But um, with respect to, you know, to, to brother Kevin Samuels, um, first and foremost, man, just rest in peace to that, brother, man. And it's really, you know, quite frankly, man, it's really sad to kind of see the level of uh, vitriol and uh, and hate that exists out here for a lot of folks um, that exists within a lot of folks about this guy's passing. Yeah, I, you know, I'm like yourself. I didn't agree with everything that he said, but I will say that I agree with a lot of what he said. And I think, you know, maybe his delivery was not the most refined uh, and may have been provocative, but I think he, you know, I think the overall overarching message was accountability. He was holding up a mirror to women, saying that, hey, you need to be accountable. But he also did that to men as well. I mean, before he became famous or went viral, you know, he was giving critiques to men to be better men. You know, yeah. so yeah, so it's just kind of, you know, it's it's really it's really kind of, I don't know, it's sad to see the level of of just hate that exists out here, especially if you go on Twitter and the people basically celebrating, you know, this guy's death. And I mean, I can think of a lot of other people who, you know, again, I just, I don't know what he did that was that bad. Yeah, his delivery may have been crass and he may have been, um, you know, and again, I mean, I get it. I understand that part. But if if you listen to the actual message, you know, think of you, you know, if you taste the meat and throw away the bone, I think the overall message to everybody was accountability and to have realistic expectations when it comes to the dating game, and, that, and that's 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 what I got from him. So I think that man was a was a was a great voice, um, and I'm sad to sad that he's you know that he's uh, no longer with us. Yes, sir, man. Thanks for giving us a call. No, of course, man. Of course, have a good one. Have a good one. 
Yeah, man. It's just one of those things. It's one of those things where, you know, you could disagree with somebody, but a lot of the... Yeah, same people... I, I noticed this, man. A lot of people bashing Kevin Samuels, saying that they're happy he's dead. These are the same people that were so mad that abortion rights have been taken. Kind of weird. What's up, caller? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, it's Andre calling from the Bay. Andre from the Bay. Uh, what's on your mind? What's up, man? I'm just, uh, yeah, when I heard the news, I was like, damn, man. And I'm not a big fan of him. You know what I mean? But I heard some things, and I, I agreed with some things he said, but I always thought that he was, like, you know, a little bit on the other side. But, hey, man, that's his, that's his prerogative. That's whatever he want to do, you know? But this whole people with like celebrating and shit that's just it's wrong weird. man and man. i it's really weird yeah, and i just think about it go ahead go ahead we live in a society i'm glad you brought that up because we live in a society where they've been telling us to be accepting of the other side accept us accept them don't bash don't bash don't bash the minute those same a lot of those same feminists have been saying that the minute a man that maybe that people suspected some people suspected was on the other side came around the women were the first ones calling him the F word that's weird I think they I really think that they just they want to run away from the truth and that's what I realized like when once he like he was telling his truth and some of the truth men they vibe with it so when he was telling his truth women were kind of like I don't know they didn't agree with it so they want to kind of dim him as as being toxic and he's evil and all this i'm just like what is like he it's his it's his perspective you can agree or not but wishing death and just it was just wild it was wild to see all the the, uh response from his uh his uh, untimely demise and it's some dude on twitter that just went in on him i don't know who he was i don't know if he was a politician but most likely he's from atlanta he has a blue check mark, but he was going crazy on him, and he said he doesn't doesn't feel it doesn't feel bad for his death. Like he was just going in some black dude. I don't know who it was, but he was going in on him, and it was he said he had, nasty. He said he had a blue check, so yeah, that that tells a lot because not ninety percent <laughs> of the blue checks ain't right. They 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 ain't on code. Most of them ain't on code. Some are, but most of them ain't. Man, but. I don't know, man. I, it like like he put a bunch of black people in jail like how would they have the same reaction if biden or K- kamala harris died like would it be the same reaction no like, they'd, be, they'd be crying bruh they'd be crying and saying yes a massive boss left us man oh my jesus lord <laughs> man but thanks for giving us a call brother man thanks for your point of view no problem yeah like i said I, you know and I, I, I do want to give a shout out to a lot of the ladies especially like a lot of the women here in the chat room today I've seen some of y'all on social media. Y'all, y'all, y'all been kind of checking like a lot of these chicks. Like, like, I know y'all don't really listen to uh, Rock with Kevin Samuels like that, but I have been also seeing a fair amount of black women. Like, we don't rock with him like that, but nigga, chill on the on the celebration. Like, chill. So salute to the black women who are taking that point of view, whether you rock with him or not. What's up, Carter? What's your name? Where you calling from? Oh, yeah, what's up, DeJuan Zamora again, out of Pomona, man. Out of Pomona. What's on your mind, brother? Originally from Gardena. Gardena? Yeah, that's where I'm from originally, yeah. Yes, sir. What's on your mind? Oh, by the 
Oh, yeah. Well, today is about Kevin. So, you know, the thing is, me and my older brother, shout out to my older brother, by the way. He, uh, yeah, yeah, we, uh, he, uh, me, me and him had a discussion last night. Because, for real, I'll be honest with you, the one, I really didn't listen to Kevin Samuel like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, RIP. And RIP to the brother, by the way. But when I, but when I listen to him, I don't get why people, it's, I, I don't know if it's just me. I admit everything he said, like, what? I don't know. <laughs> But I didn't. I, I didn't go to sleep over it, man. I just, I just did me. Yeah. But and all and most of the part, and most of the time when I listen to him, I just I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. But then, and then sometimes I laugh because it's entertaining because when he goes in on these women, like these two white women that called in, it's like, and he was like, hey, get her fat ass up in here. All right, come on, get your fat ass up in here. That was hilarious. And then she's all like, fat ass. Okay, I'll show you. And he was like, "Do you have a man?" And she's like, "No." It's like, there you go. I'm not surprised. Yeah, and by the way, about you brought up a good go point. Ahead, go ahead. I, was, I would see him talk shit to white women that would call I, a couple times. Because I, I, I heard women saying that he wouldn't say it to white women. And, and at first, I didn't say nothing back because I didn't. I haven't seen him in a, in a long time. But he went in on I do remember a couple I times him checking the hell out of some white women. Yeah, he did. And the thing is, that's the thing. I, I, but, but when I look at him, and I, and I heard he said, I heard people say that too. But the thing is, I looked it up just to see. I looked at other races. He gave women all that smoke. The same, like he had this one white lady, like Elton John, gave her the smoke because she was trolling him. And so he decided to troll it back a little bit and then, you know, went on with his business. And again, I'm not a fan of Cameron Samuel. And again, I am sad that he passed away. But again, I didn't, I didn't sleep over what he said. You don't have to, for me, if I don't like, if I don't like you, like, Chris, I don't like Candace Owens. I can't stand that yak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The stuff she says about black folks and what us, oh, we're the worst and this and that. I don't listen to her. Or Brandon Tatum or other fools like that. And it, it, it's cool on both sides, not just, you know, yeah. the, the, you know, the right. It's left and right. It's up and down. Liberal coons, are, I think right now, they all pacing conservative coons, if you tell the truth. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. My older brother told me that last night. He says, that's the only one that go out to more right now. Yeah. And he's right. Thanks for the uh, super chat, is, Nicole but, CNC. I appreciate the super chat, but. Yeah, man, you yeah, you hundred percent on point, dog. And I'm gonna do a show in LA pretty soon, man. Hopefully, I'll see you there. Well, I'll try to get there to one. And uh, before I go, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I appreciate what you do, the new black media, and uh, you know, and like I said, you know, rest in peace to Kevin Samuel. Like I said, I never had a problem with what he. I mean, there are things I disagree with him on. Yeah. Like, eh, I mean, look, I'm I'm my own man, you know, yeah. at the end of the day. Cause my older brother told me best. This is why I'm glad I had an older brother. He would tell me, you know, hey, don't listen to me. Just do your research and think for yourself. Yeah. And he told me that years ago, and I do that. Don't. And the thing is, like, like I said, and the thing is, like, I, yeah, I don't understand why people are celebrating the man's death. There's something wrong with your life. Real talk. I got to accept the call, man. Thank you for calling in. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry about that, man. You have a good day, brother. You have a good one, brother. All right, you too. Thank yeah. you. Call on back seven on seven on four. Call on back. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't get to answer you in time. Call on back. But yeah, it's um. It's, I don't. Want, I don't like to make this a gender war between all men and all women, all black men and all all black women. All of y'all ain't doing that bullshit. It's a lot of y'all that see it for what it is. What's up, caller? What's your name? Where you calling from? Yo, hi, yo, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. What's on your mind, brother? Hey man, this is Jay Will calling from New York City, man. You know, first, first of all, uh, rest up, Captain Samuels. I, I wouldn't call him the Godfather because I went to the fan, but you know, uh, just just the, the reaction that's coming from a lot of our women out there. 
Man, I, I want to address the last quarter when he was saying he was talking about a white woman. Let's keep it real. Kevin Simmons was no threat to white people. See, Bill Carthy was a threat to white people. That's why they locked his ass up. Excuse my language. But as far as Kevin Simmons goes, you know, he, he, he started the conversation. I give him that. He started the conversation. And, you know, was it applicable to us to a degree? Yes, but at the same time, we're not gaining our own man. And, and pretty much, we're not really, as a community, the black community, we're not really gaining anything from uh, uh, from what Kevin Simmons has brought to the table because, you know, if you look at the Asian community, they started a, a, a conversation, a propagandized conversation, if I might add, and they got them out of the deal. So the question for black people, what did we get out of, out of this? Well, That's what I'm saying. Th- th- here's the thing. There's no uniform what you're going to get out of it. There are individuals, people, that he had... The, the reason why he got so hot and had a million subscribers because he was saying things that struck a chord with people. And so... Black woman. What strikes a chord with, with John won't necessarily strike a chord with James. And... Yeah. When it comes down to yeah. it, like he would say things, things like I can't speak because I'm a married man, so he didn't, he can tell me anything. But for mm-hmm. people, but there are people out there who I've heard from, who I've seen, you know, he'll say things, things like getting yourself together. Men need to get themselves mm-hmm. in order before they put themselves mm-hmm. in a position to look for a woman. A lot of young men I'm need to hear that. I didn't need to hear because my dad I'm, taught me that. But it's cast that didn't need to hear that. Too. I said, I said to a lot of young men as well, I said, yo, when you go out there with these young women, you better pick the right one and look at their background because that, that could really affect you. Yeah, we, like, there, there are those of us out there who already have that wisdom, but we have to have respect for a lot of people out there who don't have that wisdom. And the first time they heard that was from him. We all go through mm-hmm. life at our own pace. And there were some people well, a- that, he, that mm-hmm. he came out and he, and he dropped information when they, at the time that those individuals were ready to hear it. So mm-hmm. I don't want I, you know so I, I don't I don't want to get into to bash or debating because information yeah. is subjective. Was it was yeah. game for me is to you is old news. So mm-hmm. he, he got people where, where where he got them. But I got to answer this call, man. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Easy, easy. Hey, seven oh four. I mean, I keep missing your call, seven oh four. Call. I hit I hit answer. The shit hung up. My bad, seven oh four. Call back. I'm not going to answer any more calls until you call back. My bad. I didn't get to answer that motherfucker in time. But, so yeah, when it comes to it, I remember, I'm not speaking like I'm just a know-it-all nigga who just just been knowing everything. I'm not speaking from that point of view, people. No, I'm not. I'm speaking that somebody, I'm speaking that someone who was talking all kind of shit about what he had to say, how that information ain't boom, 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 boom. But I had a young man in his early 20s tell me, hey, he's like, hey, OG, man, some of us didn't get that game, man. So can you, we, we respect you. So can you, so when the young man reached out to me and told me that he was like 22, 23, he was like, I had to put, I had to check myself. Like, you know what? You know, I had my dad that was present in my life, and I did get a lot of game that some people didn't get. So I gotta have a little bit more respect for people who didn't get what I got at the age that I got it. What's up, caller? What's your name? Where you calling from? 
Hey, what's up, my brother? This is Larry calling from Missouri City, Texas. I'll slap you, nigga. Nah, I seriously doubt that. Hey, man, uh, so I'm, let me just say uh, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. I, I'm not going to say I was a fan, but I wasn't against him. You know, I, I enjoyed some of his earlier work because he was funny. And then I noticed some, you know, I noticed some, some stuff that I really didn't agree with. So I stopped watching him. But this one point I want to make, dog. <clears throat> All over my fucking social media uh, feeds on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything, I'm seeing nothing but black women berate this man and talk bad, talk speak ill of the dead and all that and i'm like dog for the last couple years all we've heard is that black women saved this country black women did this black women did that if you motherfuckers got all these superpowers dog surely you would let a a, a man who's obviously gay uh, affect you by what he says dog. If you got all these superpowers and you can save a country you damn sure can you know you you, you can take a couple insults from a nigga that likes incense and wears suits <laughs> real talk like dog we was, we was talking I remember sometimes he would say certain shit and you would call me dog and we'd be dying laughing because it's like he was funny he, he was funny he was funny yeah he was and it's like, come on, you, 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 you. On one hand, you, you're willing to ignore, and then again, this isn't to all women, but this is to the one who play into that democratic liberal bullshit. You saved the country. You almost got Stacey Abrams elected. Kamala Harris is now vice president because you were the swing vote that got her in. Tanya Jackson Brown is the one. Black women dropped. Black Panther was saved because of all the black women. And the black women are the ones the Black Panther that saved the kingdom. Black women, fuck the kids. Black women, fuck mm -hmm, the men. Mm -hmm, black women, black mm -hmm. women, fuck up my daddy, fuck my grandfather. We ain't worried about him. Black women, black women, black women. In a minute, this dude say, hey, you're a six. That means you qualify from, for a man anywhere that's from a five to a seven. You no, mean it, it I can't like get a ten? No, bitch. Mm -hmm. You look like Rumble <clears throat> Stillskin. You can't. No, it's almost like he was—he was a bad bitch kryptonite. Like you—you you go throughout your whole day being a bad bitch, <laughs> bad and bitch then you hear kryptonite. this nigga talk. <laughs> you hear this nigga talk. You're like, ah, I'm dying. I'm dying. Like, shut the fuck up. Let that man rest in peace, man. Hey, I'm out, bitch. I'm gonna listen to the rest of the broadcast. I'll slap you, bitch. Hey, I knock your ass out, boy. I swear to God. Me and Larry was in the boxing ring, and he did not want that fade. We were in the ring, and he didn't want that fade. What's up, hey, Dwight? Hey, Brian from Charlotte, man. <laughs> What's up, man? I've been trying to get a couple times. I went to answer this call and didn't. It didn't click. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's on your mind? What's your name? Hey, brother. Yeah, brother. All, all I'm gonna say is, man, there's a wise brother I listen to every week that says this. There are no perfect messengers, only perfect messages for those who are willing to uh, uh, get the game. Um, simply put, Kevin Samuels, you know, did he say did he say things that are controversial? Of course. Did he say things that were on point? Of course. Um, you know, me and my wife had a perfect discussion about this. You know, because I told her, I said, I know sometimes you. You look at some of the stuff I listen to on YouTube from, you know, Jason Black's The Business and things of, and Tariq Nasheed and stuff like that. I said, but even you acknowledge that there's good information and that they be hitting on some stuff. 
um, I said, and I was just like, but you have to understand, yes, I am the first generation where there's a household of a father in the house with the mother. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and so, yes, there's things that I learned as I went along, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You know, from, from being, from growing up as a man, but you know, there's still some stuff that, you know, I'm still worried about my kids growing up in this dating game because it's, it, it's, it's treacherous. It's scary. It, I'm like, I fear for them. <laughs> yeah. So, nah, so when you look at, so, and then this is what I was saying, Ron. Okay. You know, we have, we have this, uh, Kevin Samuels, you know, was he perfect? Absolutely not. No man is ever perfect. No message, you know what I'm saying? It's no messenger is ever perfect. There is a uh, perfect message. We have to take take what we can out of it, yep. and just you know leave the rest alone. Every every message has a message is uh, is perceived differently from different people. Yep. So the people that are bitter or angry, like I pe- I peeped gang too. I peeped a lot of uh, women that I went to school with that were mad, you know, or not mad, but they were happy. I was like. Mm. These are the women that I seen on on Facebook complaining about their baby fathers. I said, okay, they, I see that. I see why they. So, uh, but like I said, man, you know, I had this. I, you know, I respect what I respect his messages, uh-huh. whether they were right or wrong. You know, because there's always something that you can take out of anything that any message. That's real talk, man. Real talk. You made it, you made you made some good points right there, man. I appreciate your call. No doubt, man. It's always a pleasure, brother. And much love to you, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, people. <clears throat> yeah, this is this is what it is, you know. You don't, you know. I wish we had us the a lot of the vitriol and hate we've been seeing. It'd be, it'd be good if we could reserve that for these politicians that tell us one thing and do something different people going to the politicians hey they're in control of the substantive issues who eats and who don't and y'all are worship them motherfuckers and not and they won't do a damn thing for you but you treat a youtube host like he ain't a, like he like he's at the end of the day he still ain't a child of god What's up, Jayla? Yeah. What's up, caller? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Arvin LeRae calling from Fargo, North Dakota. Fargo? Jeez, is it still snowing? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not snowing anymore, one. No, the snow is gone. And now we now everything's flooding because we had so much snow. Yeah. Damn, what's on your mind? Yeah. So, um, like, to me, this has the the amount of people that have women and men that have commented on the passing of this man has really, it, it hasn't really surprised me with how many people have had so much to say because he was just controversial, mm-hmm. you know, even, you know, when he was alive. And with me, you know, I'm a I'm a BBW, I'm a bigger woman. 
Um, you know, so, I mean, like, that was, like, the main people that always was, like, really offended mm-hmm. by the things that he would say. But I, I wasn't never just, like, offended. Like, your other caller was just saying a minute ago, you know, like, some of the stuff, like, even though I'm a bigger woman, like, when there's fat jokes and stuff like that, like, I'm not easily offended, you know what I'm saying? And so I know some women are just like really sensitive and they just be like, oh my God, Kevin, I never, I never really entertained. I never understood why women would call him mm-hmm. and yeah. why they would put themselves like in the line of fire, like in the shooting range, like put themselves in the line of fire. It's like, how much do you, come on now, you think you're going to be the, uh, they're, you're, you're going to be the one that he's going to say, oh no, it's okay that you fat. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know no, they're not. He, he wasn't going to do it. You know how he's coming. And so, like, I never was really offended by it because I'm a realist. I'm one of those people, like, if you take my my celebrity crush is, is, let's say, for instance, James Harden. You stand me there, and you stand a female that's built up like Megan Thee Stallion. Off the top, I mean, I'm just being real. Uh-huh. You stand up there together, and he's going to look, and he's like, damn, she got a banging-ass body, got the little chunky girl on here, she got a big booty and everything, but I'm going to choose the one that's built like Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, personality-wise, I'm going to knock her out the box, you know what I'm saying, because yeah. I'm pretty dope. But I'm just saying, at face value, you know, those are the things that I think women don't like to automatically, you know, be honest about. That's and there was a, a lot of things point. that he said. Yeah, there's a lot of things that he said, like me. I'm 40. You know what I'm saying? I'm a single mom. I work. I do my thing. And, um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm dating, you know, things like that. But I know, I, I mean, I'm not saying that I can't meet a man that's, like, super rich or has no money. But, like, if a man works a, you know, like, average job doing his thing, I'm not saying McDonald's average, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, making making some good money, you know, and trying to do his thing, responsible credit, got good credit, got his head on straight, no excessive child support bills. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. I'm reasonable. And that's one thing that I think that people, that women didn't really understand about what he was saying about being realistic. Mm-hmm. We all need to be, not just women, men too. You know yes. what I'm saying? Not thinking that you could just have these the baddest chick because the average man does want the baddest chick but you find some men like i said that are looking for women that have awesome personalities and you know like even if she ain't the fly it's like they're willing to like right now i'm willing to be negotiable you know what i'm saying yeah, <laughs> like on the yeah. dating scene because like i said with my age and i'm chunky you know so i mean it just you know like i'm willing to negotiate and so I think that, like I said, just being realistic, um, I think so, too, a lot of the men that are saying that women are wrong or people are wrong for saying anything about him are the same people that, let's say, you know what I'm saying, Gail or Oprah, I can't stand neither one of them helpers. But if anything <laughs> happens to them, they're going to have all the means. They're going to be ding-dong, the bitches dead, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're going to be talking bad. So that's I think true. that's the thing about it. You know, I think that's the thing about it to me. It's just like, he was so controversial. Controversial, like some of the things, like you, like the other guy said, you know, you always say, there's perfect, me-, you know, there's not, not a perfect messenger, perfect message is. And so I just think that like people, once you say something that people don't like, and that's not even just a celebrity or someone that's an influencer, like 
once you say something and people don't like it, like, that's all they run with. You could be saying a hundred different topics, and you could say, you know, a hundred different things on one topic, and they don't like, they like it all, but then as soon as you say one thing that they don't like, they then they have, they, it, it just so, they just throw everything out the window, and I think that we're just kind of illogical when it comes to that, so I just wanted to call that. and, yeah, I just, just wanted to call. I did, uh, comment on your post a few weeks ago about the cousin pastor. <laughs> so I did I did comment on your post a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, you do you have always have an awesome show, awesome commentary, um awesome, awesome show. And I am looking to uh, you know, get some services for you for my sons and everything. But but yeah, just keep up the good work. I appreciate good to it. Always have those comments because like I said, you you don't always look for people. The average person looks for everyone too. Um, always agree with them and you value opinion you value you value you know the freedom of speech and so yeah. that's why i enjoy i always enjoy your show so that's all i wanted i'm headed to work y'all everybody have a good evening take care i appreciate it you have a good one all right yeah she made a good point because like look i'm a big ass dude i've been big my whole life i'm already known as a fat nigga i ain't supposed to go walking into the pool party with my big ass belly and big ass nipples wandering around with all these six pack niggas at the pool, I'd be a goddamn fool to stand next to one of these six pack strong ass niggas that you women like and think that the women are gonna all just treat us the same because I'm a man and I have inherent value. No, it's rules to this fat game, man. You fat niggas, like you fat niggas out there, y'all can't be wearing skinny clothes. Like I hate you. I hate when I see fat niggas in, in, in tight jeans and tight shirts. And they got that tight ass shirt over their belly. And they belly got, they got, they don't have, they got that big ass vortex where a belly button should be. And they want to tuck their shirt in. You fat nigga, you better not ever tuck your shirt in in no tight ass pants. You look like a Stack of cinnamon rolls, nigga. Fuck your problem. We can't do the same shit them skinny niggas do. You fat dress accordingly, nigga. And that's just the way it is. That's just the way life is. It's just the way life is. It's different rules, different expectations. Me personally, that's why I've always, I've always been a dope person because I'm, I'm not a superficial vain person so superficial stuff to me don't really do much for me and I'm looking when I, when I was single I'm like, I gotta have a woman that's smarter than that but hey at the end of the day also knowing that what I what I offer ain't gonna be what a lot of ladies are looking for physically I get it and I'm cool with it That'll be some weird, weirdo shit in me to be like, man, man, fuck them women, man. Women are stupid because they don't like fat dudes. Man, these women are dumb for liking niggas that are in shape, man. Man, that's the, man, hell no. That's, that'll be so goddamn weak of me. I know that there are women out there who love big niggas. And I will be in that category, chilling. Cause this went beautiful women, ugly women, women of all types that love big niggas. You got to know your lane and stay in it. It's basically what I'm trying to say. 
Ain't never prevented me from doing anything. I've always had, I've always been a dope person to be around. So, but at the same time, I'm already like, when I will be, I will be like, I remember when I used to go to them, uh, to a lot of Clipper games and I would be in the friends and family room. I'm already knowing the women that are back there, most for the most part, status chasers. And I'm not part of that status. Fuck what I look like sitting there. Man, them women are stupid because they don't like what I bring. I have a good heart. No, nigga, this just ain't my environment. What's up, caller? What's your name? Where you calling from? Big Dwan. How's it going, brother? Her going, man. Her going. What's on your mind, brother? It's all good, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, your point about uh the issue of you know uh people dating and what have you and preferences and things like that uh mr kevin samuels i think he was i mean a lot of people have issues about how the brother came off you know uh, a little crass a little rude um and uh he didn't pull no punches um you know he had a certain style but I think a lot of that was more for, say, his uh, marketing his business, you know, uh, the shock jock effect, uh, keeping it straight, keeping telling it like a T.I. is, you know, he was using that to, to market his uh, his brand. Good point. Um, at the same time, you know, he was he was pretty uh, brilliant in his in his marketing. Uh... Oh, the brother's phone. Call back, brother. Uh, it, that wasn't me. That wasn't me that hung up on you, brother. Call back. Call back. It just hung, okay. Skype hung up on you, brother. But what's up, caller? What's, what's up, caller? What's your name? Where you calling from? I'm Tina calling from Maryland. Tina from Maryland. What's on your mind? I'm calling because um, I just wanted to ask you a question. Okay. Now, he dealt with a lot of single people, right? Uh-huh. And I'm Kevin Samuel, so... So, do you understand how it is in the single, like, dating and stuff? Oh, yeah. I, I dated for a long time. Right. So, he was talking mostly to the single people. So, when sometimes people that ain't out here and ain't been out here in a while, you know, you might, and I'm a black woman and I'm from the soil, you know, I'm, I'm uh, my whole family, you know, from this country, but... My thing is, a lot of people don't understand how it is out here. And I'm a black woman, been around black people all my life. Grew up, you know, around black folks. So I know how it is. And, you know, black women, uh, we need to get things together, you know. And um, I don't want to mispronounce that lady's name. Uh, Sister uh, Zali or whatever. Zahra Ali. There you go. Uh, you know, it's time to examine her because we have been examining the black, because I grew up in the age where it was independent black woman, don't need no man. That's my mother. That, that's where it come from. And they was talking about how, you know, black men ain't nothing. We don't need no man. And that's what I heard growing up, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so it's like, okay, now we have been talking about black men all this. Now it's like, okay, now let's look at the black woman and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And now that that's happening, now there's a big problem. Mm -hmm. And I think that we do need to be examined because we're not married. There's a lot of single women out here. 
And, you know, in order to get our community together, you got to start with that woman. That's a good, that's a and great point. Yeah, and she's next, and she's 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 bringing the children, and that's the problem, you know. And we're at war, and we don't have time to be, you know, messing around. And you know, I say the cuddling and the and the and the and the you know the the sweet talk for the children. We're talking about grown women here. You know, I've been around women all my life, and the most harshest uh, talking. Is coming from black women. Uh-huh. I've never heard such harsh talking, but from black women. In between, been around them all my life. Exactly. So when they talk about it's not how you say, it's not what they say, it's how they say it. Uh, excuse me, coming from black women, I ain't never seen nobody cut like a knife with that tongue uh, when it comes to a I'm black glad you woman. Said that. That's, that's the point I was trying to make a little bit earlier. We like we know how y'all talk. Hey. That's what I'm saying. So, so since when the week become so sensitive about uh oh somebody and that man didn't talk curse women out every night yeah. and talk all. That's what I'm saying. So you know, cause I took the time out to listen to his full videos, cause I had to do my own research, cause I was like, okay, what is really going on? Let me take the time to watch some of it, and I watched the hour, the two hours. That man ain't did nothing that harsh like that. <laughs> you, if you let me let me say something. If you want to hear harsh, talk to my granddaddy. Uh huh. My grand my grandfather ain't play that. He yeah. old school. Okay. You you you, you want to hear some harshness? Talk to my uncles and them. You made a good point. Okay. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you, you, you want said no. That. You want to hear some harshness? Talk talk to them. Okay. They didn't play that. I'm glad okay? you made that point because it was good to hear that point from a woman. It's like. As men, and that's part of the reason why so many men uh, gravitated towards Kevin Samuels because he was saying things that we all observed that other people mm-hmm. weren't willing to say. And so when, right. women, so when a lot of women will reply, oh, he's too harsh, oh, he's too harsh, the first thing in the, in the back mind of most men was, y'all ever, you ever listen to how you talk? <laughs> right. And see, I, I'm thinking about starting my own page because, no, we got to keep this thing real. And like I said, Duan, we look, we at a point, we at a pivotal time right now. We don't have no time to be messing around, okay? Yeah. And they messing with our babies, our families in disarray. We ain't got no time for that. And I'm trying to figure out when this black folks start acting like this. Come on now, y'all. And you know it's all with the woman, and we got to get up. We got to get us together. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we, do. we ain't got time to be. That's why I'm gonna start with the woman. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm I'm the best of both worlds. See, I was in between my mother, but my grandmother raised me, right? Mm-hmm. So I had the best of both worlds. I seen the the contrast between both. You know that old school and then that modern stuff. Mm-hmm. That's when the independent stuff start coming in. I don't need no man and all this here. And then my grandmother, she was all about family. Mm-hmm. She about keeping that family together, okay? You so about that. that's yeah. So that's what I'm saying. But like I said, we have to get the women in order. And like I said, this this black woman, she, you know, you can't fall for these tricks and all this 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 crazy mess they talking about. We got to get it together. We don't. You talk sweet to the children. All this. Uh, Come on now, cause I ain't like I said. I ain't never heard nobody give it as wrong as a black woman. Come on now, make me cry. <laughs> Thanks for giving us a call. Okay. I appreciate your word. <laughs> okay. Have a good one. You too, babe. She brought up a really good point. Yeah, that's, that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like, like we're not about to play this. I get. I understand. On one hand, I do respect that you do have to tell women 
important things in a certain way. I get that. And I do respect it. I 100,000% respect the differences in how women receive information versus men. And I do my best to accommodate that. While at the same time being 100,000 with the truth. Oftentimes women can use that as a deflection. The tone of voice thing, sometimes it's real. But too many times it's a deflection. We see how you talk to each other, ladies. Men are paying attention when you think we not. We watch it and we've been watching. We hear what you guys say and how you talk to each other. So when we hear that, we be like, uh, okay. What's up, caller? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Trey, sir, and I'm from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And um, I'm an old schoolmate of Kevin Samuels at Millwood High School in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, sir. Oh, wow. And I, I just like to say, I didn't agree with everything he said. I especially did not agree with the women over 35 thing. I think that he was mostly off a, this is a hustle. This is a shock job. He was trying to, I mean, it's, it's all about the money he was trying to make. It, if he could, you know, if he could shock people, people are going to tune in. But that being said, I did not agree with everything he, he, he said. And my main, my main, um, my main memory of Kevin Samuels is when I was in the seventh grade and he was the the senior drum major on the varsity band. And I used to see him play every Friday night during the football games. Thank you, sir. Uh, much love, DeJuan. Thank you for giving us a call, man. You have a good one. Yeah, this is some real talk, you know. Um, that's why I say we got to be mature enough to, to filter past how a message is said. And I know that can sometimes be hard because if you're dealing with a message that had that has an emotion attached to it, it can bring up unwanted, unwarranted feelings. You gotta find a way to play past those feelings that come up when a message that's unwanted comes around and listen to what's being said and see how you can apply it to your life. And if you can't apply it to your life, just move on to the next. What's up, caller? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Can you hear me, Dewan? Yes, I can. What's your name? Where are you calling from, brother? What's up, brother? This is KP from KC. I'm calling from uh, Kansas City. I uh, got in contact with your channel through Fred's channel, Barbershop Conversation. Brother Fred, man, I appreciate it, man. What's on your mind? Man, this is this is um, it's very eye-opening, Dewan. This is what this is what this says to me. Recipe to the brother Kevin Samuels. What he was really on the mission to do was to bring the family back together. For women to have such demands during a pandemic was outrageous yeah. because because the scarcity of supplies and demand was that was was different the supply chains was jacked up everything was jacked up yeah and this man was trying to reason with women to get them to understand that you need a partner to help you through the rest of your life and instead of accepting a partner they were shouting him down with an instagram lifestyle in their mind that's I mean, that's that's what I that's what I basically seen, bro. Yeah. And and for people to think that, especially black people, think about this, Dewan. The people that have no wealth automatically thinks tomorrow that they should be living in a five hundred thousand dollar house, Dewan. <laughs> the people that lease microwave wealth. The, the people that lease Dewan are basically saying either he makes a hundred thousand or I don't need him. But she makes 40. Instead of her saying, I put my 40 with his 40 
we both make 80, we go apply for the home loan, we get a bigger house, right? Yeah. It, it, this is really, really crazy, and it's insane, but it also shows you this, Dewan, that the women and the men that are disrespecting a dead man have so much level of white supremacy in them that it showed up today. Wow. That's a good way of putting it. That's how much of it is in them. That's how much of it is in them. That's a good way of putting it. Because because they wished him death while he tried to bring them together and they refused to see what he was talking about because it hurt their feelings. Mm. When did when did when did black people become so sensitive? You're right about that. This is really amazing to me. Because when when it comes to playing dozens, we the best at it. So We've been the best since elementary, Dewan. And, and when did we get and, sensitive? And, and, <laughs> when did so we have become so sensitive as a people now that we tone police all the men, but the women can bring men on TV and say he don't satisfy them. Good point. That, that's all Ricky Lake did. Wait, wait, wait. DJ Envy was just on TV with his wife, right? Oh, yeah. DJ Envy. Yeah, he's open. That, that weird Will, shit he Will did. Smith was at the red table, right? Yeah. Dwayne Wade was supporting Alphabet. So yeah. as long as a black man supports whatever happiness his wife needs, he's fine. Is that, is that, is that what I'm seeing, Dwayne? I'm just trying to figure this out. It's... Because... This this wokeism is to the next level, and it's really not woke. It's taking black people down a rabbit hole, and I've I've listened to you for, for some time. I've just never got to call in, but I've heard your story, your family, the whole nine, and that's what I'm for: black families. Da da da. Appreciate. But I appreciate this, that, brother this, man. It's it's like amazing to watch. Like, how can you? piss on a man that's trying to bring the two people together that's needed to form a community. The man and the woman. And then the children. That's Oftentimes people people project onto others the insecurities they're living within themselves. So sometimes people have an experience they didn't get that experience and now there's someone telling you you should have that experience Instead of looking at themselves to get that experience, they're looking at the person telling them about that experience that they're wrong. So that's how I'll be sometime, man. But thanks for giving us a call, my man. Let me finish this. Go ahead. The hypocrisy is to this with the wine. Remember this movie, Lean on Me, Joe Clark, right? Yep. Joe Clark. Smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? He talked to him. He taught him everything they needed. He did everything to clean that school up. And guess who took him to, guess who took him to jail? Jawan, you remember? Yeah. The loudmouth wins. That's it. That, that, that's it. I'm going to finish with that, Jawan. I'll talk to you later, brother. I'm going to listen in. All right, man. You have a good one. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point he made. You know what I mean? Like, and there's some people that say, there's people out there that, that say that they think Kevin Samuels was a hustler. But I don't think he was a hustler. I think that he was genuinely doing it from the way he saw it. You know, and yeah, we would see that the black channel would have the the business. They would have a topic on Thursday. Then that would be his topic on Friday. We see the little, the the kind of low key sneaky moves being made. You know, but I still can't. You know, he didn't take nothing from nobody. He offered a point of view, and people who saw value 
in his point of view, paid for consultations, donated to his super chat, cash app, or whatever. If you ask me, that's not necessarily a hustle. See how you you can call you can call like some of these preachers a hustle because they selling a trip to heaven. <laughs> Pay me right now and we're gonna get you to see the Lord. Okay, I can see where that could be a hustle. You hustling heaven, nigga. Who hustles heaven? <laughs> but he told you he's an, he didn't say he was a relationship coach. I am. Kevin Samuel said that he is an image consultant. He didn't lie about that. He never lied about being an image consultant. He didn't lie about him being divorced twice. So if someone is willing to pay an image consultant for relationship advice, who's been divorced twice, who's, are you really being hustled? Now, if he sold himself as the relationship guru who's who's married now, and he, and he wasn't married, and he sold you a whole bunch of things, and he said, then, okay, I can see that. But he never said that. He said he's an image consultant. And people still choose to spend their money with him. That's not a hustle. That's just that's just business. And people made the choice that they felt was best, and he made money off of it. Cool. What's up, Carter? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yes, uh, this is Smitty out of Watts in L.A. Smitty out of Watts in L.A. What's up, brother? Hey, how you doing, young brother? I'm good, man. What's on your mind? Man, I just wanted to uh, point out a few observations that I made, uh, you know, over the time that I watched Kevin Samuels, you know, and I had run across him when he was really uh, putting men on blast in terms of getting their shit together, you know, just generally across the board and as well as just the way they dress in general. Uh But uh, long story short, I'm old school, man. I'm like your pop's age. I'm like 67 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, the thing that I observed about Kevin Samuels was that he was uniquely built for what he did. Yeah. First off, he knew that he was going to be scrutinized, so he had to be impeccable in terms of how he dressed. I mean, the FBI, man, with him trying to pull black folks together, if the FBI could have found out anything about him, they would have made it known one way or another. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the point that I wanted to make was he was raised in a household full of women, so he knew how to engage them. That's a good point. You understand what I'm saying? When so many, so many men like myself, man, I don't play that shit. You know what I'm saying? You need to calm down. <laughs> You know, you know, I can really tell by the way you said that. it, you don't play that shit. <laughs> no, I mean, well, you know, I, I'm just being real, man. And I mean, if it's if it's beyond my tolerance level, I'll, I'll, I'm a man. I can make myself scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can, out, I can go outside and start playing with my, my toys, and now you're mad because I'm spending all the time looking at my old car, and I'm not looking at you. So, I mean... 
it, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, like I said, he was built for that shit. You know, another yeah. thing that happened in his story was that he was first on men, which means that when they tried to holler, hey, you just talking down on women, well, he would point out to women now. This is just what you women have created because my initial conversation was with men, period. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it was just, uh, uh, it was just like I said, it was just a perfect storm. You know, they talk about him not being married, but he tried it a couple of times. And from what I understand, and, you know, his conversation, he wanted to involve himself in it again. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just so many little things, man. And it really comes down to this. I don't know if this is something that is unique with us as a group. I mean, shit, man, I really don't give a damn about I mean, my first concern, I shouldn't say I don't give a damn about nobody else, but my first concern is with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have internal work that we have to do, you know, before we can ever start thinking about holding anybody else off of us. You know, we squabbling amongst ourselves, man. They could pick us apart. That's real talk, man. You know, so that's just the point that I wanted to make. And I mean, the fact that uh, people are going ballistic trying to find all kind of uh, negatory shit to say about the brother that just proves that he was on the right track. That's the bottom line. That's, That's just the way that society works. That's a good point, brother. Man, you have a good you have a good day, to the man. I hope well, I do my show here in LA. I hope I hopefully I see you there. Man, I look forward to passing you one. All right, have a good one. Peace. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, y'all. Uh, that's why I say. I'll take this one last call. I'll take this last call. What's up, caller? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Duane, it's Love. Uh, I'm calling from Houston. Love from Houston. Yeah, What's man. on your mind, brother? Oh, no, I'm much to see you talking about Kevin, Kevin Samuels, bro. Uh, R.I.P. to that man. But, hey, man, let's not forget, you know, he was big on that. You know, he's mostly known for the women and stuff, and, you know, on their topic, right? But if you go back some of his other years, shoot, he could help a young brother, you know, with his style with his smell with you know things that's going on in his life he got videos of him like shoes to wear cologne to wear uh suits to wear you know he had help like younger men back in the day let's not forget that work too you know what i mean yeah yeah so like uh because he's known for getting on the women of course that but like he did some major work in, with like younger brothers like with that style if you go watch watch some of his videos he he didn't like he did pretty good with like finding fragrances helping young brothers with that style they need something better their life with talking to women all types of things man you know so it's not just hate that man for talking about women look at some of his other work that's <laughs> not, a good not point that you just made there as a young man that's a really good point you just made i think people need to hear that yeah man like yeah that's what i mean like other people because everybody doubts him like talking about that bad about him like around about the women but he has some other work too he did good with that's real talk man and thanks for giving us <laughs> yeah, a call bro. Yeah, hey, I always watch you, bro. I be that be me on the late night conversation. I be Mel Smith in the convos, bro. I be seeing you, man. Oh, that's what's up, man. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, brother. Hey, yeah, yeah, bro. Keep it up, man. God bless you. Have a good one. Yeah, that's the thing. Let me close the phone lines down for right now. Um, yeah, appreciate you, Mel Smith. But yeah, that's the thing when it comes down to it, people. You know. You know, at the end of the day, Kevin Samuels, 
Let a let a firestorm under Twitter, under social media, under Instagram, under YouTube. He said it, and he had a delivery that got people's attention, that started conversations, conversations that need to be had. For some of the people out there, glad that he's gone or whatever, understand this. The things that he talked about in the dress, they're only going to get louder now. Because he addressed issues that have gone silent in our community for far too long. So those conversations are just going to get louder. And they're going to happen more often. Until sometime, to, until we until we reach the point to where this is no longer a conversation. People are actually working on fixing these things. That's when the conversation will end. When both parties, when men actually work on fixing who they are as men, how they get their money, straightening their game out, being sharper, being what a man is, say what you mean, mean what you say, and follow it through with action. The conversation is not going to stop until women understand that there are things you can do as a woman to increase your value as far as how you organize a household, take care of a household, run a household. Skills you have that bring to enhance a household. You're more than just your vagina, ladies. You're a whole package. And the more women who understand that they're, whole, that they're a whole package, not on some black girl magic bullshit, because a black, black girl magic shit, they just patronize the black women. I can't stand that shit. Because black women are too good for that. I don't like seeing these people patronize my women. My mama black. My sister black. My wife black. I love black women. My sister, my best friend. Me and my mom still close. My wife is my best friend. My two best friends are my wife and my sister. So I know what a black woman is at her best. But I also know what it takes for a woman to have a happy relationship. Why? Because I grew up in a household with a mother who's happy in her relationship. Still happy with my dad. I called them up early this week. Motherfuckers back on vacation again. I'm like, God damn, y'all been living it up since y'all retired. My sister's married. Great relationship with her husband. Has a great husband, too who's a great father to my nieces. I'm married. So I'm one of them brothers that knows what it looks like to live in the company, to be accompanied by a happy black woman, to be in the presence of black women who live a joyful life and who love the people that they're with. Ladies, and on top of that, I want to say one other point to the ladies. 35 ain't too old. 40 ain't too old. Don't get into panic over these age limits. Now, I will tell you this. Different age ranges puts you in different categories for different men. But there are high caliber men and low caliber men on every category in every age range. There are high caliber men and low caliber men at every age range. So, no, you're 45 years old. 
you might not get that guy who's 28 and he's a baller. The one you always wanted back when you were 16. You might not get him at that age. But if you open your mind and you open your heart, you can find a single man that's gets down with your vibration at an older age. That can happen. It happens every day. I see men, I see men in their early 50s wifing up women in their mid-40s all of the time. Like I see this happen too often for me to say you're done, you're useless, you can't. No. You still have recourse as you get older in age. But like the caller said earlier, be realistic about your expectations. If you're realistic about your expectations, you, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Young fellas, y'all ain't got your money right. You know you know your living situation ain't what you want it to be. You'll be all right. But you'll be all right the minute you decide to apply yourself and be the thing that you're saying you want to be. This can't just be a conceptual thing. It has to be something that you get up and apply. Microsoft released an article. There's a bunch of articles that came out this past October talking about Microsoft, Cisco systems. A lot of these companies in tech putting their cybersecurity in schools, junior colleges all across the country. If your money ain't right and you're not quite sure where to go, take a look at that. Look at this article I'm about to put up right here. This is to help you brothers out. This has been going around. This is back, came out back in October. Microsoft allies with the community colleges to help train 250,000 new cybersecurity workers by 2025. These jobs are starting off at 85,000 a year, fellas, ladies. If you're in that middle ground and you you know you you don't quite know where you want to go next, you don't know where, you know you but you want to make more money, you want to stop being a security guard, you want to stop working retail or whatever. I'm not saying do this, but I'm just throwing an option out there for you. 6 months. 6 months of school to start making $80,000 a year. It's a pretty good start in the right direction. If you don't want to do this, I get it. You know, you got your truck driving jobs that are out there. And, you know, you got a lot of stuff that's out there that you can do. If you don't know what you want to do, you can see my old book, my other book, the book I wrote last year is still for sale here on my website, breakthroughas.org. No Time to Waste, a self-motivation guidebook. In this book, I teach you how to find the gifts from within. If you don't, if you aren't quite sure where you want to go, what direction you want to go in, I have a book and a webinar that helps you find it. I also offer personal consultations. I can't tell you what to do, but I can help you find it. The same way I help myself find my direction and my path. So my, my first book is still for sale on my website, Breakthrough, only $8.88. Peep the reviews. 
So I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I, hear, I am here to tell you that wherever, whatever it is in life you want, whatever you want out of life, you can get it. You just gotta be willing to put in the work. If you're in your 20, I was having this conversation with my man, my man Mike. Uh, and we're gonna do, I think, either on Sunday or Tuesday. <clears throat> we're gonna do a broadcast about growing up as a young man and the hurdles you get in your 20s. And I remember we were just talking about how I was when we was in our when we was in our 30s. Early, early, I remember I turned 30. When I turned 30, I remember thinking life was over. I went to college for one thing. I wasn't doing that. From the age of 18 to the age of 27, 28, I was into banking and mortgage. By the time I was 30, I wasn't doing that no more. That had fizzled out. I had started a new job, but it wasn't quite where I wanted to be. And I remember thinking as a 30-year-old, like, damn. I, I, I went from... Owning a, I went from buying a six hundred eighty thousand dollar house at the age of twenty three to and having a seventy thousand dollar Audi A six to living with my parents at a job that don't make no money and I wasted ten years of my time because I ain't going back in that career field and it's like when you thirty you really just getting started. We even now I'm not 40, I'm saying that even at 40, I feel like, you know what, the shit that I've been wanting, that shit still is just like, I'm like right there. It's like I see a whole new world that like as life goes on, you progress and you get better, you get sharper. You find ways to make money more efficiently. In your 20s, you hustling for the bread. In your 40s, you find you using your mind so the bread can hustle for you. Why am I saying all that? You still figuring shit out. If you ain't with nobody now, it's because you ain't ready. For whatever reason. Learn the lesson. Learn the reason why. Fix that internal issue from within. And as you fix your issues from within, as you know you still got more time in this life, and you work towards those goals, you work towards that progress, I'm a guarantee you you're going to make it. The universe ain't no bitch. The universe is true and honest. You get out of it what you put into it. If you bet on yourself, you really strive towards being your best self, you gonna win, nigga. There's no other choice but to win. It's not about superficial stuff. It's not about how it looks. Fuck how your friends look at you. Damn what your mama think. Forget what that person is doing and you think what they doing is better than what you doing and blah, 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 blah. And bullshit on top of bullshit and whatever bullshit you say to convince yourself that bullshit in your mind is some bullshit worth listening to. It's all bullshit, man. It's all bullshit. 
Live your life the best you can live it. Find out who you are. Know who you are. And live it. Be the best you can be at it. One thing Kevin Samuel showed us was whether you agree with him or not, he worked it. He found something that worked and he worked it to the highest possibility. Nike didn't give him a whole bunch of money to put him out there. He found that angle and he worked it. And he worked it to the end. You got that same level of success within you in whatever it is that you do. Just got to work it. And if you single, that's fine. It's not too late. It's not too late as long as you're willing to learn the lessons that you needed to learn that got you in the position that you are right now. If life is kicking your ass, it's because life is trying to tell you something you ain't listening. That's just how life works. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to want it first. When I went to go see Dave Chappelle on Tuesday, I'm not going to give away his set, but the theme of his set was beautiful. And the, 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 the theme of Dave Chappelle's set was basically whoever has the biggest dream in the room wins the day. You got to, your dream got to be so big that it, engulfs other people into your dream while at the same time you may be living someone else's dream self-awareness is the only way to know for sure whose dream you live in yours or theirs but you got to make sure your dreams are so big and you believe in your dreams so much that you're doing, we're willing to do whatever it takes with an ethical approach of getting that thing done. I, I'm going to try to do an instance in Astros tonight. I'm not sure. I cannot guarantee. i try. Because I got some shit I got to get into. About If I, if I, if I do do the instance in Astros, it's going to be about 8 o'clock Pacific time. So download Mixcloud, get to that, get the t-shirts. And remember this, people, there are no perfect messengers, only perfect messages for those who are willing to pick up the game. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. You did what you do and you did it, you did it at the highest level. Nothing but respect to you. Take whatever you can take from him. And if you can't take anything from him, that's fine too. Let's move on. All right. Y'all have a good one.